This podcast is presented by Rabbi Parrots Munchkin, speaking to the millennial generation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rabbi Parrots podcast, Rosh Hashanah series. In our fourth installment, I want to talk about maybe a misunderstood ritual on Rosh Hashanah known as Tashlich. Tashlich means to throw, and thus there is a custom for people to throw bread in water. What the custom essentially is, we know it that it dates back as early to the Jewish people in between the first and second temple era. So it goes way back in our tradition. So even though it's not totally mentioned in the Torah as an explicit part of Rosh Hashanah, it is already embedded into the Jewish psyche. And all we have left is going to the water and throwing in bread. So I thought maybe it's an important time for us to maybe take a step back and think, what is this ritual? Where does it really come from? What is it trying to express? And, you know, it's okay to do something from the external side, because after all, much of life begins from the external reality that we deal with on a day-to-day basis. But Tashlich is asking us to confront something inherently deeper than just the external ritual itself. It's asking us to contemplate something very deep. So let's navigate through that. The shofar, which is the central ritual on Rosh Hashanah to blow the shofar, has a not-so-secret meaning, and that is that the shofar is like a birth canal. On one side, it is very narrow and tight, and then widens open vast, and life comes through it and comes out with a roaring sound of a cry. Same, the shofar has narrow on one end, and you put your breath, the vitality, the body, and it comes through it with a roaring cry. And even on some level, the metaphor of the shofar is connected to this childlike cry. So you can see that a part of the shofar experience is about accepting the process of birth. And in the accepting of the process of birth, you find that you didn't cause yourself to be born. It is almost against your will that you are born. There's a certain medrash of a certain homilitical tale that God is talking to the soul, saying, soul, come down to earth, go on this mission of transformation. And the soul says, what do I need it for? Why do I need to go to earth and its challenges? I can bask in the glory of oneness and infinity where I am. So on Rosh Hashanah, we think about the birthday of the human experience, like we spoke about in an earlier podcast. What we are thinking also is, Not just the parts we accept about it, but even the parts that we could never accept. We never actually had anything to do with them. We did not fall in love and procreate. We did not create our soul consciousness and invest it over here. We are not just a product of our environment. There is this deep sense of, I didn't put myself in that position. So what does that mean? Is that a negative thing that I didn't put myself here, that it was against my will? Well, sometimes you could say it's somewhat like, if Torah would have told us to chop wood on Rosh Hashanah instead of cutting shofar, and it was the sounds of the wood chopping, it could be the same thing. Or it could simply mean that against your will means, deeply put, that when you are harnessing a vitality, an energy, a soul, a consciousness, that you can't really control in the physical world, it's because you are part of a world that isn't this world. It's not that you're here against your will. It's that you're from another world. You're an extraterrestrial. You come from somewhere else. And this is really where Tashlich comes in. Visiting a body of water is going to confront the abyss, but not just the abyss of water, the abyss uh, of the ocean, the abyss of any water. Water representing that when a human being submerges itself at water, 
they're not really alive. They cannot breathe and live down there. And even the fish that live in the water, they're so one with their source that if you take them out of water, it's as if they're already dead. There are laws about practice and ritual of killing of animals, but with fish, when you just take them out of water, you've severed them from their life source. To us, that's the highest metaphor, and the sign of the Jew is the sign of fish, the ability to have our eyes open, to both swim uh, and navigate and, and, inter, and integrate into the world, as well as insulate and also have scales to protect ourselves. This symbol of going to the water is confronting what the mystics call Alma de Escasia, the hidden world. To a certain degree, we live in the revealed world. You see everything, you notice, you take notice. But the ocean is a different environment. It is not easy to take notice. There are different senses on different animals in the ocean and the different fish that need to need to uncover different senses in order to fully manifest what is happening in this vast world that we have a very hard time exploring. When we face that, we're not facing something outside of us. We're facing that there is a whole ocean world of us. There's an amphibious nature to our existence where part of us is submerged in an energy and a light that is above and beyond us. And when we confront that, we learn something very special about the process of Rosh Hashanah. The process of Rosh Hashanah is essentially rededicating oneself to their mission in life. And when you dedicate yourself to something that you should have been dedicated before, you can come into very complicated spaces. If you are supposed to be on a diet and you're not, generally you're falling backwards. It's hard to maintain steady flow because you got to be moving somewhere in order to have growth and ascension. So when we confront ourselves in Rosh Hashanah and the human experience, it's easy to get down on ourselves and feel like we have not accomplished what we're supposed to. And so some communities even said, yep, that's Rosh Hashanah. Feel bad about what you're not doing. But Tashlich is here to tell you something else. This is not about feeling bad. This is about tapping into that there is a part of yourself that isn't part of this bad or good situation. It is totally in flow with divinity and with energy of oneness that is always together with one another, like a fish in water, like being submerged in a body where it's totally separate, it's totally not separate, totally connected, life source and being, completely one, like a baby in a womb, like like breath, not noticing, taking it for granted, just one with our flow and with our balance, like a fish in water. Hence, going to a body of water, the readings that we do elicit to what's called compassion. Compassion in Jewish tradition is not a response to a grievance. Compassion is a status. It is an energy you tap into that is always there. One that is totally about like, I have compassion on you, not because you did something wrong. That would be forgiveness. Compassion is, is that I see the real you. I see the life source within you and how unique it is. And how could I not want to support that type of being no matter what the circumstance. God having compassion on us is not God forgiving us. What an anthropomorphic thing to say about God. It's tapping into a level that we and godliness are the same energy. It's tapping into a place that this is us. This journey is somewhat curated beyond our choices. And as someone thrust it upon us and we have to accept the situation we're in sometimes more than we want to. One of the great rituals in Judaism is to submerge in a mikvah. Going into a mikvah is a rebirthing process, is recognizing that being involved in life 
didn't always happen because we wanted to. When you go in and out of a mikvah, what you're saying is I'm choosing to accept what's been there already. I'm accepting the life source that is already in my life. This is the real depth of the theme of Rosh Hashanah. It's the acceptance of my reality. It's truly accepting this life source that is above and beyond me, this divinity that is infused me with meaning and purpose and with an insatiable thirst to figure out what my talents and my uniqueness is to be born at this and this time to this and this circumstance and this and this environment. Going to the ocean, this Rosh Hashanah, and going to a body of water where there's fish in it or to any body of water that you can get to and reciting these ideas that I want to tap into compassion. I want to tap into an energy of where I didn't create this, but I accept it fully and I take responsibility for what this is. And when that happens, you find out the most incredible thing of all, that you were given already the talents and tools to handle the situation that you are in. You find out that the chauffeur's cry is really telling you that within you is a song and a cry and a force that is waiting to come out. Within you is already all the tools necessary to accomplish and to be successful, and to reach your potential to reality state. This Rosh Hashanah, don't let the world figure itself out. You figure out your world. Go out there, dig deep within your roots, in your past environment, confront it, and say, this is my life, and I am going to be the best version of it. I have the ability to see it, and I'm going to go and do it. And if for some reason it feels difficult, well... Add the ingredient of celebration. That's why Rosh Hashanah also comes with the meals and with the gatherings of the maybe even only the one person you can hang out with, whoever it is, bring festivities, joy, and celebration to the experience. There was a story that there was a Hasidic master taking a walk near the riverbanks, and he sees out in the water, somebody's drowning, yelling, help, help, and he's struggling with the, with the turbulent water. The rabbi looks at the situation. He's alone. There's no one around. And he has a problem. He doesn't swim. He doesn't know what to do. He yells out to the man. He says, Sir, when you reach the bottom of the river, and if you meet the mystical creature known as the Leviathan, send my regards. The guy listening to this, this is his answer for help. This guy yelling about the Leviathan. He starts cracking up, and he's laughing himself out. And within the laughter and the joy, he founds a renewed sense of spirit and is able to swim out of the turbulent waters. Later on, this rabbi, whose name was Reb Simcha Bonavopshischa, says, I knew I couldn't swim out there and save him, but I knew if I can just get his attention off his tsaris, his challenges, and get him back into him, his situation of taking control, even if it was be at the bottom of the water, as soon as he took control, he would be able to have more joy. And when he has more joy, he can overcome the difficulties. The first Hasidic, the first Chabad Rebbe, Reb Shneir Zalman of Liadi, would say, when there is a war, the person happier wins. They're just able to find more angles. So the answer to what we need to do here in Rosh Hashanah is if all else fails, find a sense of celebration to the existence that you have in the areas of control that you do have. May this Rosh Hashanah bring you a happy and sweet new year. May it unleash the process of true development, the development of looking within the self and finding the realest part of self. 
I will be doing a Tashlich and Shofar service together on Sunday at 4 p.m. on the beach in Santa Monica in front of the playground known as the South Park Playground. If you're around, you're welcome to join. Wishing you a happy and sweet new year, a Shana Tova, and I look forward to expressing different ideas about Yom Kippur, and I'd love your participation in this conversation by sending your questions or comments to word at rabbiparrots.com. Otherwise, feel free to drop a rating at the bottom here. It does well for our dissemination, and I look forward to sharing many more deep, resonating conversations with you. There's a place I go to when no one knows me. It's not lonely. It's a necessary thing. It's a place I made up. Find out what I made up. The nights I stayed up. Counting stars and fighting sleep. Better wash over me. Ready to lose my feet. Take me to the place where one reveals life's mystery. Steady on down the line. Lose every sense of time. Take it all in and wake up that small part of me Day to day I'm blind to see And find how far to go Everybody got their reason Everybody got their way We're just catching and releasing What builds up throughout the day It gets into your body It flows right through your blood We can tell each other secrets